All right, welcome, 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 welcome to Uncle Legend's Corner. I'll be your host, Uncle Legend. And with me, as always, is my beautiful co-host, Call Girl Six, better known as Fox. Hey, y'all. How y'all doing today? Hello. All right, Fox, we're back. So we um we had to take some time off. We got yeah. some podcasts out late because somebody wanted to have a 103-degree fever. Yeah, I was really sick. I'm, I'm getting over everything. The whole house was sick, actually, except for you and Beans. <clears throat> So, yeah, I'm feeling a lot better now. I'm just a little lethargic, and um, I like to think I like to think that peanut congested. butter shot that I took in um, boot camp, that, did that penicillin shot in the ass cheek, that one right there. That's the only reason I stayed up during these hard times. Did it tickle? I knock all this shit over. <laughs> on a dead homie. <laughs> hey, like Crip Mac be saying, oh, I put that on Fifty Fifth Street. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Who you playing with? So, um, yeah, so we took some time off. We got another podcast to catch up with that we're going on. The audio from the last stream, we're going to get out tonight. Because mm-hmm. that's already edited. All I got to mm-hmm. do is hit one button. So Fox won't fuss at me about being up too late with that one. And then um, hopefully I'll go ahead and enjoy this one. So, Miss Executive Producer. Yeah, so we have some um, topics that came in from some listeners. And... um. We probably could roll through all of them. I mean, it depends. You know, we might get long-winded because we back. We back, back baby. Babe. <laughs> we back, baby. Do you live in my head or? Rent-free. I don't think it's the other way around. I pay rent to live in your head? Hmm? I pay rent to live in your head? Or you live in my head rent-free? That's right. Because you think about me all the time. You have no choice. Yeah, yeah. You're right so about that. No one else has room up there. If he told you that, he lying. Trust me. Let's see. Welcome right. to Petty LaBelle. <laughs> oh, let's see. Okay, so someone said, and you probably can read this better than I can. Cause someone said. All right. I would say relationships, society views, and a parental to youth standpoints from the past to views now. So, translating that, I'm going to take that as. that's Yes, so when he, when he said, so the relationships, it was about double standards. That was the previous conversation. about Talk, Talking about what we talked about or what the reviews? Okay. Yeah, it was um, double standards. Okay. That and I was like, "Well, can you be more specific? What about double standards?" And then that's when it was well, relationships and. Oh, okay, 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 okay. So, oh, I would have had to look up. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. So, um, relationships. I mean, life is a double standard. That's that's one of the things that's hard for us to. We talked about it before. One of the hardest things we do is we um, people are so worried about equality over equity, mm-hmm. and. Call it call it whatever you want, but it's like I really feel as though, like maybe the thought process. You know how like something starts off with real good intentions mm-hmm. and then gets derailed. That's what I feel about the feminist movement. Okay, why are we talking about feminist movement? Because from there it became a, a it became a fight for like everything got to be equal, but people only want shit to be equal when it's convenient for when them. It's convenient because it's up here like oh you wanted to be it's up here like oh I'm a woman and treat me equal. But I don't want to pay the I don't want to pay the rent. It's I like want personal comforts and biasness and things like that. 
um, is attributed to that. I can I can understand that. Yeah, turn me up a little bit. I'm not really. Yeah, because you voice not really popping. You using your snotty nose voice. You sound <laughs> like that kid <laughs> off Martin and shit. That becomes Roscoe. Miss Jean. That's Roscoe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, yeah. So I mean, a lot of time. Look at me like that. Cough again. I knock all the shit off. <laughs> <laughs> well, can't put this on live television. About to take her out back, old Yeller style. <laughs> nah, but um, so I mean, everything's a double standard. Like um, like you sit there, and I know from so from a man's point of view, and I'm just go ahead and be biased because I got a woman here to speak on behalf of women. So I'm gonna just like uh take my cape off and just talk for men here, where the double standard comes in like so many categories. Where it's like we're expected to do. Women always want like uh, and I'm not, it's not all women. So anybody about to say, well, I'm I'm different. Okay, cool. You're a fucking unicorn. You're magically delicious. Shut the fuck up and listen to the podcast. But, <laughs> but for the rest of normal people in society, like so, what happens is um, like for instance, you it'd be like as a man from the beginning of the time, it's always been drilled in our head. We got to provide and protect. Mm-hmm. Ain't saying that men do a good job, but mm-hmm. we know the expectation, whether we meet it or not. We know what the expectation is. But it's like, realistically, what's the expectation for a woman? Because it's like everything that was deemed to be like a woman's thing has been put into the ecosystem is like uh, everybody should be able to do that. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's like, oh, like or women to say like, oh, I love a man who can cook. I ain't never said I love a woman who can do construction. Right. Like, I ain't never been like, man, I love a woman who could put together a 2,000-foot tw- horse fence. Yeah, that's my type of girl. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like all of the things that we thought um, we, we – been taught like, oh, you know, man, we got to provide, we got to protect, we got to do all of this, and we know this, and it's like we supposed to pay all of these things, right? And it's just in in, in the perfect the perfect double standard, which I say is the gold standard of the double standard, is when a woman says something like, oh, I'll be feminine for the right man, or I'll be feminine for a man who do this, and, that. and it's this conditional femininity. Imagine if a man says some shit like that, like I'll be masculine for the right woman. So, no, nah, I ain't doing nothing. I ain't taking the garbage out. I don't know if you're the right woman yet. You want me doing husbandly things <laughs> and you ain't giving me no husband title? Yeah. You know what I mean? That, it, women to be out here like, man, if you gay, just say that then. All yeah. that extra shit. That is a double standard that we yeah. do have. That's for certain. That's for certain. But I think the reason behind that, or one, one could say that one of the reasons behind that is because of everything that a man does, you know, once he see you, he knows he wants that. He wants you. He wants whatever it is that you hold in. So in order to have that transaction take place, it's kind of like, well, show me what I need to be shown before I give you this here. You understand? Yeah, but men, it's like, so we have to show all of this stuff. Just to, like, like that's legitimately like getting a car and being like, hey, man, I want a car that do 200 miles mm-hmm. per hour. Yeah, it'll do 200 miles per hour for the right driver, for the right price, for the right this and that. Then I buy the car and it don't do 200 miles per hour. Then, well, you should have chose your wife better, brother. Or, oh, you should have did. But, well, maybe if you drove the car differently. Like, literally, women can, like, cast off damn near everything. Even from a sexual standpoint, a woman could be like, she could be, drives the Sahara Desert. First thing she's going to say, you ain't get me turned on. I it mean, a lot of times that's what oh, it is. Cool, though. cool. But I'm so just saying, you can write <laughs> off anything. If the, like you get into the bedroom, nine out of ten women are historically terrible at sex. But you know what? The fact is, it's just like they just lay there and be like, "Ain't nobody else complain. Who else gonna complain when they getting their dick wet? Who? <laughs> Who's complaining? <laughs> What's drunk, horny, mid stroke? 
So it's not terrible then. It gets the job done. It's a difference <laughs> between having sex with a woman and using her and masturbating with another human being. I think that um, when it comes to sex and all of that, it's different based on the connection that the pr- that the people have. I so think that's the but that's the same can for be both. Trash to one person, but a gold mine to the next one. You know, it depends on what type of chemistry that there's they share. certain things in sex, man or woman. There's certain things that are just skill related. And other things that are like once you get to know a person. So I would say 50% of sex is like skill skill and equipment related, right? Like I show up, I have the stamina, I have the I have the right size member, I have this and that. all of that stuff so is who like who told you all that. Ain't nobody tell ain't nobody ever complain. Oh, ain't nobody Let me complain. be like a woman. <laughs> Let me be like a woman. Ain't nobody ever complain. But no, what I'm saying is like, um, so uh, let's say I bring all of that to the table and then I have a good skill set because there's certain things about sex that's going to be the same, right? Like, like I got to have a, a good rhythm with the stroke. I can't be in there with the irk and jerk stroke and, uh, you know what I mean, <laughs> pop locking and put, like, nah, then nobody, nobody, want, you want a nice stroke, boom, you want to kind of know when to anticipate when your cervix about to get knocked on, you know what I'm saying? Like, oh my God, these I'm are things. Wax sex. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. Jesus. So what I'm saying is like, 50% of that is just like, boom, this is the game. Like, if you thought about like a ball player, it's like 50% of this is just like, I can play. Like, I can just play ball. I'm a, I'm a fast wide receiver. I got great hands, this and that, da, 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 da. But the rest of it is fitting into the system, right? right. Like, that's like chemistry. It's like fitting into the system, being able to know the plays, being able to do all that stuff, mm-hmm. right? Like, um, oh, yeah, let me bring out the chat. What up, what up, Mario? Be Wick. Hey, Bama. y'all in the chat. That's a video you need to watch and <laughs> react to live. All right, I'm going to I'm a bad mama. Get to it. Um. So yeah, so it's like uh, some of that stuff you just bring, right? Mm-hmm. But there's an onus where a man be like, oh, like you you can have sex with a dude the first time around. You know whether or not it's good. Sure, as our connection get better, you going like the sex will get better. Yeah, that was one person I was just like, and, and this, this ain't, ain't it. getting no better. This ain't <laughs> this it. This is it. You topped out. Like you, <laughs> you reached your potential, you brought, and it is not enough, my brother. You brought your A game and. I you felt study? like the girl from Waiting to Exhale. Do you yeah. remember? Her. Um, you mean old boy? Oh, I thought you were talking about with old boy stroke. He's like, Ur. she was I like, Ur. I mean. yeah. <laughs> She's the Ur. And the, the one who she ended up, um, I guess, doing it over again with. The oh, yeah, she ran it back with him. Yeah. yeah. That's how I felt. I was like, yo, what the fuck? Yo, but I'm telling you, the same thing happens. And, and, and that's another thing that we do, men and women that we do. And men are historically bad for it, but women are too. It's like, Yo, if somebody trash, you got to figure out a way to say that. You got to treat that. We should make that, like, healthy to just tell people, like, yo, this shit is the same way. Like, it's healthy to break up with somebody if it's an unhealthy relationship. Like, if you you draining me or I'm draining you, I'm bringing misery to your life or vice versa, it's healthy for one of us to break up with them. It should be the same thing with sex where it's like, don't be sitting there telling, like, like, you know, what you call it, the, uh, with the raise up. Oh, the elevator. The elevator. The ele- the elevator hey, give them the knee and two hands when they ain't doing and, what they're supposed to do. Carry them back up. Yeah. Come on, baby. Come on. Come, come on up here. Come on up here, baby. Let's see what else you brought to the table. Because <laughs> that's not it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But yeah. but it's the same thing. Like most dudes, it's like women give, like nine out of ten women, going to give a horrible blowjob. Horrible. I'm talking about, and the dude, dudes be sitting there getting their shit ate up with braces on, something like that, and just suffering. <laughs> like, uh, all right, yeah, girl. Mm, so mm. I think it's important. So with communication, to tell them, I do think that because, like, the guy. So after that was done, I was walking around. You know, you know me, okay, and it was all in the air. And so he was like, you know, hey, 
is something wrong or whatever? And I was just like, I just looked at him with a blank look like this. You were not And my I kid. just didn't even know what to say. And he was like, is everything okay? Like, did we, how do you feel? Do you? I was like, I don't feel. I feel cheated. I said, I don't feel. That's what I told him. I said, I don't feel. And I said, let me tell you why. And so that's when I told him, you know, how I felt his performance was. And he was embarrassed. He was embarrassed, was embarrassed by it. Yeah, he was embarrassed by it. And I was like, well, I said, I don't know. Like, how not, we started talking about his experiences and everything like that. And um, you know him. He uh, Well, you don't know him. But he was just all like, oh, I had this. this, this. Like, he was, you know, his ego was just swelling but and swelling and so swelling. I'm mm-hmm. like, and this is what they accepted? But I'm telling you, <laughs> women do the same thing. I'm telling you, as soon as you tell a woman, it's like, yo, you did absolutely nothing. She was like, well, ain't nobody else complaining. I'm like. I mean, big button, smile, sure they didn't complain. They wanted to hit it again. Sometimes, even as a man, you'll take all of that because, it's like, well, she looked good. I could show off and this and that. And a lot of times, sex is what we make it as men. Like, sex is really what we, we make it. Like, if we're willing to do all the extra work, the pre-gaming and everything else, this and that, it'll turn out to be a whole lot better. But as women, it's just like, mm-hmm. it's only so much a woman could do if a man ain't came to play. You know what I'm saying? But the double standard that that is is like, say, like if a woman, go, if she don't get wet, it's like, mm-hmm. well, you didn't do this, that, and the third or Blah, 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 blah. But as a man, it's like, man, let me not be able to get it up. <laughs> let me not be able to get it up. Let me get oh, my God. Oh, yeah. So, <laughs> In the chat. So, my, so homie said, Wicked. I did have to ask for a refund because it was terrible. I ain't ashamed. She ain't give me a refund, but at least I asked. That's right. You stand up for yourself, brother. Don't be out here just sitting. It's just like any other service. If you sat there and you paid uh, for a service and it was subpar, sir, you asked for a refund. Fun. <laughs> oh, my God. Hey, Bama, if you're still listening, that one that you said, uh, check my DMs because the way I got the stream set up, send it to me in a text message um, so that I'll be able to bring it up on my computer <laughs> through a text message. Otherwise, I'll drop the stream if I try and get in Facebook another way. And that's but, funny. I just can't believe that. Yeah. So it's, you know, a lot of women feel like we need to get a refund, so we we're unable. Oh, to. Oh yeah, yeah. I, 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 I we I can't get our coochies back. I remember okay? you said, like, "I can't get my pussy back." Give, give me my coochie back, please. Give it back, because I got some folks I need to get it. From. That's why women be. Ha- that's All why, right. like, you don't even ask a woman her body count, because women have turn turned in so many refunds on their body count and some <laughs> shit like that. Like, hey, what's your body he count? count? He don't count. <laughs> he don't count. Under damn sure under count. three minutes, Who? he don't count. Who? Who? That? Huh? Uh-uh. You talk about jizz in my pants? No, <laughs> no, nah, he don't even count, bro. I ain't even a body right there. But um, yeah. So and and just different things. Like even with a double standard, right? If you go back to the men's perspective with relationships, right? Like as a man, if I got a crazy body count, I'm a legend. <laughs> no pun intended. But you know what I'm saying? Like you know what I mean? I'm a legend out there. If I if I got a crazy body count, it's like if you got a crazy body count, it's like you are a fucking hewer. Yeah, a fucking. Did you say Big yeah. sis, what up? You know what? Yeah. Um, I I think that that's crazy. You think that so, that's crazy? No, because, yeah, because you you want me to be skillful. You want me to know or not be afraid to do X, Y, Z. Yeah, but women be having body and, counts of 200, and you know what they do? And Lay there. How am I supposed to do that if I don't have any experience? Yeah. Okay. I don't so know. it's just I don't like think applying for a job. You know what I'm saying? You're applying for a job. Yeah, yeah. Nobody gives you a chance, but then they tell you, you need all this experience. Well, give me a chance and I can get that experience. Yeah, because it you is know? true because that's the double one of the double standard for men is like we want porn we want virgin porn stars. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of times they'd be like, Yeah, I want this girl but she I wanted to spin on I want to spin on the dick like a rotisserie and hold on to the ceiling fan. <laughs> hey, you know hey, what I mean? Yeah. Get busy, do this and that, super flexible, and it's like 
but she better not have more than three bodies. Let me I tell you something. Let me tell you something. You ain't doing nothing like that off three bodies. Like, unless you just, that. it's been them same three bodies together for 10 years. And you're not doing years. all that to somebody who doesn't have that much experience anyway. You're yeah. just not doing that. So you might as well count that out. Okay? Whatever and, and fantasy and you have in your head. And whatever move that is, work, she ain't breaking that out on the first date. Because if a woman break out spinning on your dick like a rotisserie on the first date, let me tell you something. Either, hey. It ain't much left for date two. She about to go shit. <laughs> or B, let me tell you something. I mean, something. she might just like him like that. That don't really necessarily mean that now. She might just really like him. You like, know, I want to get him the business. Okay? Let me tell you something. Women are, women are the strongest creatures on earth, except for y'all kneecaps. Because y'all check engine lights come on. 30 seconds in. <laughs> like, so I don't even want to hear that shit. Be on top. Check engine light. Come on. What he say? Oh yeah, that so that's like the double standard right there, right? So um, Mario said he was like, "What do they call the key that fits any lock? A master key, right? So that's what a man is, right? Like the master key. What do you call a lock that will accept any key? A shitty lock. So that's oh, an old saying to go to. I know that <laughs> lame. You know, like, oh, nah. lame. I mean, but that's truthfully how they look at it because when you go back to it, right? So we go back to these standards of like when a man wants for a woman, like people say like, "Oh, I want this old school man" or something like that. And it's like, okay, you want this old school man? What does old school man entail? Well, I want him to work and pay all the bills and do this and that. First of all, I'm upper middle class by my damn self. And I'm telling you, upper middle class ain't a lot of money. Mm -hmm. Both of us are upper middle class. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's like, and you know what? The two upper middle class people equal? Upper middle class. <laughs> like, And you know, and that shit ain't a lot. So it's like, you want to pay all these bills. So it's like, you want a man to pay all the bills. But then it's like, but I want my own money. And it's, not, it's like legitimately a woman will legitimately like want to stay home. Like, be like, oh, well, I don't want, I want to be a wife. You want kids? No. Like, that, to, to me, that's crazy. Like, when you want to stay at home, don't do shit and talk about something. I don't want to have kids. And I want my own money. I want to do this and that. Da, 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 da. I don't want to pay none of the bills. It's like, this goes you want the, to be taken care of as a child at that point. This goes into the other um, listeners' uh, topic that she had. Um, my butterfly. Look at my butterfly. Um, she said, mm. what? <laughs> what? <laughs> I didn't say no. Hey, call it what you want. That's my butterfly right there. That's right, Wick. Grown man shit. Bodies don't matter if it's clean. She asks. I don't want to know the body count. She asks, what's up with these modern women? No cooking, cleaning, et cetera. What's going on with that? It's women, what's going on with and that? And that's the whole thing about it. But it's it kind of crazy because it seems like we always wind up with the wrong people, right? Uh -huh. Like, it generally, it's people like, we'll sit there and we'll say, like, you'll, you'll have a woman like that. And, and it's kind of crazy. It's what you want too, because like women had this unrealistic perspective where they like, oh, men do not want natural women or something like that. It's like, I mean, you can't look like Harambe and be natural and think I'm supposed to think it's cute. Like, yeah, I want you to be natural. Like, I like like if a natural woman was an eight, and we just arbitrary throwing numbers. If you offended, then you listening to the wrong podcast. But if a natural woman was an eight, like look at it and say, like, boom, oh, she an eight. And uh, um, I don't know, processed woman, enhanced woman, whatever you want to call it, or something like that, is a nine or a ten. Then yeah, I go natural. But I'm not about to go with a one for natural to skip out on a nine or a ten for enhanced. Like, mm -hmm. no, that's crazy. Like, you still have to be attractive. Like when dudes be like, oh, women don't care about good guys. Y'all still want us to be attractive good guys, yeah. right? Like, be attractive good guys. Yeah. Like, you like when you see that dude, and you like. Damn, I will like I do something to him right now. You know he probably ain't shit. Mm -hmm. so, hey, what 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 Miss Pat say? What my mama say? Watch out for them fine ones, cause they the devil. And that's what she always told me. She's always been right. So. That's why. You, that's why you go ahead and get you medium handsome, like your boy. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? This blue collar <laughs> handsome over here. You know what I mean? Blue collar <laughs> handsome. Like, you know what I'm saying? Them fine ones ain't never did nothing right in my life, so I'm good. 
You know, it's all you need is medium handsome. You don't need that. <laughs> but it's like that. Most people, and that's what we go back to when we was talking about before, about like, if a person, you look at them, you like, damn, that's a 10? They probably ain't got a lot else because they've been riding off that 10. It's kind of like how, uh, like, you, you like you know how many um ball players you'll see, and I relate that a lot to sports, but like how many ball players you've seen when it's like, uh, even like on boondocks, dude could dribble out the gym, mm-hmm. shake everybody, can't make a jump shot to save his life. You know what I'm saying? It's the same <laughs> thing. It was like, you see this beautiful man and woman, it's like, damn, they look good. And it's like, they can't communicate, mm-hmm. cook, clean, work, do nothing, mm-hmm. this and that. They ain't got shit else to bring to the table. So they find themselves. So it's like, do you want to walk around and carry this trophy? Yeah, I mean, because this trophy going to cost you. Yeah, people do. They carry the trophies. So. Yeah, I mean, and if you the, can afford to the, carry the trophy, the one who doesn't look like her, that's the one they push aside and they just keep keep. But tuck women, her in, just women tuck her do in. the same thing because you, you know what? Do a lot of times dudes go through is like dudes will be good guys, and then what happens? If you look at women and you look at the men that they deal with. And you might possibly be included in this in this conversation. But you look at the <laughs> men they deal with. And when they're young, a lot of times those men that they deal with is fine as, dr- is fine as hell, right? They're like, yeah. oh, yeah, that dude fine, that dude fine, that dude fine. And then they get drugged, and then they get six baby mm-hmm. daddies, and then they get 12 kids, and then they come back to the nice guy like, you know what? I need some stability. Like, really what they're saying <laughs> is like, I need some stability in my life. And they, they, what come out of their mouth is, you know what? I'm so sorry that I really just never noticed how beautiful you are. And they start running game, and this and that. It's like. Oh, you desperate. <laughs> Your light's about to get cut off. Oh you God. desperate. I'll be doing us like that because men be the same way. Well, what I'm saying is, is like it's the same thing. It's like men that we'll go ahead and chase we'll go ahead and chase uh beauty or something like that. But you think about it, it's like men will be like and then like the objectifying thing. Mm-hmm. Fuck, fuck all that we was talking about. Objectifying. That's the craziest thing in the world to me. Women to be like, I don't want to be objectified. God for, and then y'all come outside. Cleavage down to your nipples. Ass jiggling in the summer dress or something like that. Yeah, you all over the place doing all of that. And then as soon as a man say something like, damn, it's like, act like you got some sense. But dude, you come, dude come through the gas station with some gray sweatpants on. He might get his dick grabbed by a woman. It's like, well, it's okay. Anyway, we're doing all that, okay? We? You can speak for all you, every woman? I'm a, yes, I'm I would say, yes, I am every woman. And they not going to do all of that. We ain't just going to walk up to somebody like, yo, and pulling on strings and stuff. We ain't going to do that. Yeah. We ain't going to do that. We can go back to a previous podcast. I only did that because nah, look, it was look. done <laughs> Cap. in the club setting. Okay. So I didn't like what I didn't like all that groping. So you're going to grope me. I'm going to let you know what it feel like. Hey, go. Hey, what's up? What, you good? You, oh, you backing up now. You backing up now. Anyway, that what I said was not cap. But no, what you but said this, too, you like sometimes some people, some innocent ones just got it just because. It was for the culture. You know what I'm saying? So rape culture, another double standard. Rape culture is another double standard. When a woman does something, like they don't even take it. It's a perfect example, Jim Jones. Jim Jones got molested by, like he got molested by his mom or whatever. Mm-hmm. Everybody was up making all types of Twitter jokes. But these are the same bras that'll be on there lit crazy talking about something. Believe the victim. Mm-hmm. Me too. All this other shit. And it's like, but Jim Jones is fucked up because his mom molested him. And it's like. It's a joke because it's a dude. Don't nobody take nothing serious when dudes say something. Dudes ain't supposed to do. Dudes ain't supposed to cry. We ain't supposed to do nothing. Like a woman be like, "Oh, I want you to be vulnerable." First time a dude go ahead and be vulnerable and cry. It's like, man, if you don't shut your soft ass up and pay this rent, I mean, t- the twenty minutes a day cry, like we said, is sufficient. You know that was <laughs> that was a gun to your head. By the way, calling back on the what? How many podcasts ago? Maybe like I don't know. Two. If you look on YouTube or anything else, it's a nine <laughs> oh, minute yeah, clip. Oh yeah, we did a clip. A nine snippet. minute clip or just that <laughs> yeah, gun to your on head. On that gun to your head, which gun to your head? Would you rather cry for twenty minutes every single day or not cry at all? 
Ever. Ever. So, so Mario said in the chat, he said, some of the chicks I see on TikTok, he spelled TikTok like Tic Tac, but <laughs> like, there's some K's in there, my brother. It's probably the um, autocorrect. What's auto, it's going to autocorrect it to some shit that <laughs> also ain't a word? Like, <laughs> <laughs> but anyway. I'm just trying to look out for it, bro. Yeah, nah, nah, Mario cool, though. But it's, uh, what, I mean, the comment just jumped. So, some chicks I see on TikTok be straight catfishing. She was a legit three. Whole top row of her teeth was missing. And when she put some dentures and a whole lot of makeup on, she's a nine. Girls, right. oh, no, let me finish this comment. <laughs> Girls only want the hot guys when they're young. When they're 30 to 40, 35, they want a guy with benefits and a 401k. I, I mean, because you grow up, that's true. But wait, how was she a three with a whole top row missing? Why is that a three legitly? I don't understand. I think you're trying to be polite. That. How much lower? <laughs> it ain't much lower to get to a three. There's two, there's one. You're going to give a zero? A, a, a settle. <laughs> settle. <laughs> Yeah, and then it's like, like so it's always like women objectify men at like a ridiculous level. Like women, like you heard women who do, oh, I got the six, I got the three six rule. He got to be six feet tall, six pack, and and six figures. And it's like, and young lady, and then that's when that I question starts coming heard across. Of that rule, so yeah, you never heard of a lot of things mm-hmm. we done learned on this podcast, I never like heard that. buffalo, I like you said, six bison, <laughs> all types of six shit. Six feet tall. Six, I thought six I was like, I was like, what, six pack, six kids, six what? What are we talking Lord, about? Lord, I don't think nobody <laughs> looking for the six kids, little mama. I ain't what they looking for now. <laughs> like six what? Oh. What are we talking about? Yep. <laughs> yeah, so it's wild. We ain't even start the um, we ain't even start the audio, but it's cool. I just strip it from the video. Oh my god, I was. I just say, strip it from the video. It's cool. It's already <laughs> running. It is what it is. That's just gonna be the audio. But um. Yeah, so like women don't want that. You like think about just the arbitrary ass rules. You ain't never heard a man. How many men told you, "Oh, I I can't date you because you five nine? Ever? I'm thinking. Ever? Uh-uh. Dude, dude, nah. you had dudes in the dude in wheelchair ain't say nothing about being five nine. Midgets nah. is trying to holler. Yes. You know what I'm saying? But you no, know well, what? I like tall women, though. Okay, but I, I like don't like short men, though. I, so we have a dilemma. So we both can't get nothing <laughs> off the top shelf at the supermarket. Now I got to put you on my shoulders <laughs> and, and get shit. get mad at me. So you just because you prefer a taller woman because you are... Okay, cool. Challenged. In so your then height. we get back to that. <laughs> then we get mean? back to that double standard. Doesn't mean that I'm not allowed to say, hey, I prefer someone who's taller than I am. So why can't men say the same thing? Whenever a man starts saying he preferring. He hate black women, or he hate he hate women, or he hate this type of woman, or something like that. Dude could be like, "Well, I like my women fit." Ah, but he don't like. You just gotta take that. I had that happen to me before. Somebody was just like, "Oh, you know, you don't be in the gym every day." I'm chunky. Listen, (laughs) you know, even before I I was looked at them cookies over there that say chunky, (laughs) chunky. Even before I was chunky. You know why you gotta put so much? In a, <laughs> I feel like I'm chunky earlier than I was chunky then. So you see, I had a chunky. It's not chunky. It's chunky. I think I'm liking chunky. So, <laughs> so yeah. And so the guy was like, "Do you go to the gym every day?" I was like, "Nah, I don't go to the gym every day." And whatever. And um, he was like, "Oh, I I just prefer somebody that that can go to the gym with me and go to the gym." I said, "I go with you, but it ain't gonna be every day." You know, so he was just like, nah, you know, you beautiful, but I'm good. I'm all right. You know, I'm like, that, right. but no, no, that's, a, that's no, no, that is that's your ego. Preference. No, that's your ego getting the best thing. That was very, 
That dude said what he wanted. He didn't disrespect you and say, like, I, I don't mad. fuck fat what girls or nothing. About? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So you I said that like, happened to me. I'm not talking about that somebody being reasonable. I'm talking about you tell a woman, like, oh, well, I, don't, I prefer a woman not to have on all that makeup. And then you know what women say when they can't go out without makeup? Lose their goddamn mind because they know they look like me without makeup. And they're, and they're like, you don't let me. Well, we don't give a fuck because like you ain't paying our bills. You know what I'm saying? Girl, just put on, a, put on a wig and look like me over here with long hair talking about some. You said you wanted it natural. <laughs> Long live Harambe, bitch. What you mean? <laughs> wanted it natural. Like, fuck out of here, man. Um, Hold on. What we got? Men get abused when that girl wants to do it, but the man don't. Then the man got to do it so she can feel better and he can go to work the next day. <laughs> Fat, let me say, wait. This is what me, you got to, you can't in, invalidate. This is what people going to. Let me say to. something. You in a relationship with this woman, that is your job as her man, as her man to please her, to satisfy her, just like, just as much as it is for her to do the same for yeah, you. Yeah, but you know what? So, this is the thing. When. So a man cannot want to have sex for whatever reason. It could be turmoil in the relationship. It could be he tired because he's working 17 jobs or some shit like that. He could be doing all of this stuff. And women will be like, I don't want to hear that shit. I want hard you, dick and no excuses. I don't want to hear that shit. Because okay, because okay, that same tiredness you got, if somebody else walking across the street or whatever the case is, and you see her and you want to go screw her, oh, nah, 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 nah. No, no, no. We but, ain't doing nothing. But of that. what I'm saying is, you this can't this even get get popping here. So how you how you expect for me? How you expect for yourself to go over there and get popping over there? I don't think so. You tried it. No. Yeah. No. So what I'm saying is, women to go with the same shit when it's like, oh well, when I'm not being taken care of and when I'm stressed out because I'm doing all of this shit with the kids and I'm stressed out and this and that, and a woman a woman don't want to give you nothing. It's like, oh, you should. Ex- if you want it, like a women, a women, uh, like a lot of times you'll hear women, and, and I'm talking about plenty of married men that said this when it's like. A woman to say something like, well, if you wanted to have sex, why don't you take some of this stress off my shoulders? Motherfucker, let a man say that. Like, well, if you want to do this and that, da, 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 why don't you take some of these bills off my shoulder if you want some dick? She'd be like, if you gay, just say that then. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, so, it's, and you know that's some real shit. It's like, if women don't want to hear that shit. When they want dick, they want dick. They want hard dick, no excuse. No. But it's like, when they ain't in the mood because a man uh, pissed them off or did whatever, oh, it's our fault. <laughs> it's our fault. We got to get it together. We got to get right. We got to do this, that, and the third. And it's like, oh, because I ain't help you with the dishes, I can't crack no cheeks because I ain't help you with the dishes? I think some of it, too, is that you could find all excuses in the world to not do whatever it is with X person, but let X person not be available and other persons are available, then you're going you gonna to find energy Women then. do it all the time. Every time you, you hear about popping a, in. Every time you hear a woman having an affair, that shit comes down to it's like, well, my man wasn't doing well, what was your man doing? Oh, working to take care of your motherfucking ass. You know what I'm saying? Like a dude to be sitting in this, like he working his ass off to take care of a woman. So he not giving her the pipe the way she want the pipe. So you know what she do? Go fuck some broke dude. She go fuck Jody. You know what I'm saying? So she go fuck bum ass Jody, Jody over it down. Yeah, and Jody be laying it down. You know why Jody be laying it down? Rewind, call back to another podcast because he got broke homie dick. He just got his <laughs> dick on the charger playing 2K all day, not working two or three jobs. So, yeah, Jody can slang that motherfucker about four or five times a day. You know why? That's all Jody has to do. Jody does, Jody does not get a, a, a 10 for He does not get a W-2. Jody does so not do taxes. Do you, would you say that everybody needs a Jody or a Jodiette in their life then? I'm not saying everybody need a Jody or Jody. I'm saying everybody need to be fucking realistic and be reasonable <laughs> and understand that, yo, you got the same bullshit with you that mm-hmm. I got with me. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like, just like in our relationship, mm-hmm. we both got some bullshit with us. Mm-hmm. It's not like just a one-way thing, and it's like, you a motherfucker, and I can be a motherfucker sometimes, too. Mm-hmm. You just live. Why you gotta, first of all, why you got to just, like, I am the motherfucker, okay? 
and you just sometimes the motherfucker, all right? You a hidden motherfucker that other motherfuckers don't know about, okay? But I know That's you. I know you, motherfucker. I know the real you. I know you. You know what I'm saying? Don't I make know me change you. you easy. All right? You can see my motherfucker up front. That's where I am. Yeah, you like Southern racism. I'm more like Northern racism. <laughs> Southern's like, I like my racism up front. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying? I don't like hey, you pull up and they're like, hey, we can't serve you here, and this is sundown town. Don't let the sun settle on your black ass and vibe. Hey, give it you to know me up mean? front. Let me know no, what I'm dealing with. I'm, ba- I'm, I'm a Boston racism. I'll let you pay for your food and call you the N-word on the way out the door. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you Southern racism is different. So what we got here? Um, Shakita says, she said, I never heard of the six rule either. She also threw in there about uh, earlier about her, her man Fine Fine talking about Jeff. <laughs> no, he the devil. Then I don't trust it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I don't. I don't trust no man with that much hair on his forearms. <laughs> don't trust him at all. Oh, that tight meat he was showing. That tight meat. Je- hey, Jeff Kita. was out there trying to break the internet the, with that tight meat. Looking at them ties, Kita. <laughs> oh my goodness! All right, Mario said, uh, Chris Ortiz. Oh, Chris. No, he's referring to somebody on. Um, TikTok, Princess Glitterhead, spelled all weird. I don't care. But um, Mario, when Jim said he learned to tongue kiss from his mom, I laughed from a healthy place. It's messed up, Ooh. but it's a dub, but the double standard is Ooh, real. Oh, that's one of those. If you laugh, you're going to hell. That's. <laughs> I mean, I don't laugh that way or shit. <laughs> that's crazy, but that's sad though. I feel so sad for him that he had to experience that. I mean, no one should discount that experience because he's a child. Yeah, you know, regard- he is innocent. And, and, he's a child. And even with the society standards, you think about it like, think about this. If a teacher touch, if a teacher touch a, a female student, mm-hmm. so like, perfect example, a teacher fuck a female student and say, say a, a, t- a male teacher was to have sex with one of our girls. Mm-hmm. Well, first time you see a black person shoot up a school because I'm in there. I'm in there. Your boy is in there. You know what I'm saying? I'm in there. I'm laying I'm it down. I'm supporting it. I'm in so. there. I'm saying it down. Fox, throw me another mag. Uh, uh, I'm in there. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But when that shit happened to boys, it's like, whatever. And it's, uh, and that's a man and, and female perspective. But what we wind up doing is like, because even as men, we'll say that like, we'll sit there and look at some dude, some some like 17-year-old boy crying about, and the, let the teacher be cute. We like, Shit, I would have cracked them cheeks right now. What are you crying about? <laughs> you know, this and that, da 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 You crying like Charlemagne the guy had a story where he had sex. He was having like a threesome or something. And he was having like a come to Jesus moment where he was crying because he felt like he was failing God and he was like got emotion. Oh, I remember that. I listened to that. Yeah, and, talking about that. yeah and he did all that. And, and then he called his dad. dad he was talking yeah. about killing himself. He called his dad and his dad showed up in his arm. Um, and you know, like what we would expect for a dad to show up, like did my son call me with that? I'm going to think it's kind of wild. But I'm going to talk my son off the ledge, just love my son. His dad showed up with the exact same way any older man in my family would have showed up <laughs> and said, like, you crying because you had two butt-naked-ass women in the bedroom having sex with you crying? Well, where they at then? Where they at? Did I go <laughs> ahead and finish the goddamn job? Then obviously you're not a closer, son. He had to put things in perspective. Yeah, he had to put things in perspective. You crying over a pussy? Like, what is you crying about? So it's a man and one perspective. Even when it was a kid, uh, I can't think of his name. He a linebacker. And dude built like a pro already. And then you got women in there. He's 16, 17 years old in the pitch, and they're like, hell, he could tackle me anytime. You know, this and that. You got these old nasty-ass aunties that's like uh, old girl off of next Friday. No. You know what I'm saying? Old boy wife off next Friday. Honey. Oh, come get auntie a kiss. You know what I mean? You got mm-hmm. these old nasty-ass old mm, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Look at them. That's why you know I be guarding my it's son. It's still pedophilia. It's yeah. still pedophilia. Yeah, it's still pedophilia, but it's like, oh, it's different. We ain't going to say nothing about it. Like a man could be, a woman could be an adult, and the man could be 20 years older. 
Everybody talking about some. Oh, that's kind of that's kind of. She twenty one. He forty one. Oh, he yeah. a pe- like. Oh, that, I'm getting pedophile vibes. You know how women always say, "It's giving me pedophile." It's giving me giving some shit like that, right? Bobby, and, I, <laughs> you know what? You are gonna tone this down about how you talk about us because you always when be don't be doing all that. That's what I mean. Like we a period. Just period. Okay. Hey, don't do that. We understand when you stop talking. There's a period there. We understand how the English language works. There's no need for this. It's a big ass period though. Period. Thank you for listening out. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, my, uh, there was that female teacher that had sex mm-hmm. with her student and had his baby, and they gave her little to no time. And then yeah. when she got out, she went back to him. And now yeah. they're married with they a whole married. family. Yeah, they end up getting married. And, but then, uh, but then, look at dudes like uh, what's the what's the old cat name? Um, damn, I can't think of his name. I want to say start with a T. He married like his daughter-in-law or something like that, like a, like young Asian girl. Um, him and his wife adopted him or something. He kind of like groomed her and then left his wife and married Wood, her. Um, Woody Allen. Woody Allen. Yeah. Is it Woody Allen? Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, not Tim Allen. I'm thinking Tim it's Too. Woody Allen. Allen. Yeah, yeah, Woody Allen. But it's like Woody Allen. We like you were the scum of the earth. Old girl out there living her best life with a student. He's been grooming her since. Yeah. He got her. That's filthy. You know it is. But it's like the double standard of like creepy shit. Like for instance, if um. Like, if a man say something, like, any any time a man says something like he was coercing or something, forcing or something, like, say he feels he was pushed into a relationship, pushed into a situation by a woman, it's always, oh, well, you had a choice. You a man. You should do this and that, da-da-da-da-da. But then you got women who crying about, like, producers telling them, like, hey, you want this role, you got to drop to your knees or something like that. You a grown-ass woman. You could just say no. Yeah, you like, can, yeah, that's and true. Then, and then you can't suck 30 <laughs> dicks for 30 movies, and then once you don't get no movies no more, be like, you know what, that was wrong. Because you're broke. It's wrong because you're broke. Your money's not coming in. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's true. There has to be some accountability when it yeah. comes to stuff like that, too. Well, he forced me to know he didn't force you. He didn't have a gun to your head. You chose to do that in order to get the role. Now, by the mean, now by which he, the way, excuse <clears throat> me, <laughs> which he did that, was wrong. He should not have to place that stipulation on you and that ultimatum. Like, hey, do this yeah. or you're not going to get yeah, that. That's, now, that's completely wrong. That's wrong. I'm 100% but you still wrong. didn't have to do it, though. Yeah, it's not like, it ain't like, like, gun to your head. And that's why I say, like, even with rape, rape like, I don't know, and I still haven't looked it up and I haven't done my due diligence. But I feel like this shit should be kind of like murder. How you got, like, murder, you got homicide, you got manslaughter, you got these different levels. Because this is a big difference between, like, when we was talking about sex offenders. Like, it's a big difference between I pissed too close to a school zone. And I fucked the kid. Right. And it's the same thing. Right. It's a big difference between me catcalling you on a construction site and yeah. that's sexual harassment. Yeah. And I brutally rape you in an alley. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, th- that's too. I'm not saying or either I'll one's right. I walk up to you and grab your breast. Yeah. You know walk up to you and grab your breast. Yeah. Like, that's a big difference between me saying, like, looking at you, like, looking at your cleaver. Like, damn. Sexual, you have sexual harassment all the time. This is crazy. I'm calling. I, I, you call her who? Oh, Jesus. Whoever he is. <laughs> yeah, well, hey, Zeus. <laughs> hey, Zeus from all the call line to be here. Call I'm calling all, all the lords. <laughs> you know what they're going to say? She had a first period already, right? You good. <laughs> That's what all the lords going to say. That's what all the lords going to say. She already had a period, right? Because once she bleed on the cloth, she's ready. Yeah, I, played my, I paid my bride price. I gave oh up a goat. God. I gave up a goat. So through with you. This is what I gotta go through, guys. You ain't never through with me. This is what I gotta go through. You ain't never through with me. Just to get a quick break up in here. (laughs) Get up, get a quick break up in here. Oh boy, I gotta drop damn, I'm gonna have to drop the Instagram for this one because I gotta go live. 
Yeah. So, you know, I hate politics. And anybody who listens to this podcast know, I don't really get down with the politics. But let me tell you what our commander-in-chief, president of the free world. Can't make this up. You know what I'm saying? Say it. Because uh, today is Dr. Martin Luther King, Dr. Martin Luther King Holiday. Day. Holiday. You know what I'm saying? One of the most influential people in the history of uh, God's green earth. You know what I mean? So let's hear. Let me go ahead and unblock this soundtrack. And let's hear what our commander-in-chief said about Martin Luther King. Even Dr. King's assassination did not have the worldwide impact that George Floyd's Mm -hmm. death did. Because just like television changed the civil rights movement for the better when they saw Bull Connor and his dogs ripping the clothes off of elderly black women going to church and fire hoses ripping the skin off of young kids. That, all those folks around the country who didn't have any black populations heard about this, but didn't believe it, but they saw it. So my point is that I think people are really realizing that this is a battle for the soul of America. Who are we? What do we want to be? How do we see ourselves? What do we think we should be? Character is on the ballot here. That's what this is about. Yeah, I'm just saying, Dr. King changed the free world. First of all, we have a whole ass holiday. Got a whole holiday. How can he have that in his brain? How can he even formulate his mind to think that in his lips to have that imparted on the world? And profess those <laughs> words out of his mouth. So my thing that's on the, crazy on this very day on this on this MLK very, day I don't know if it was today that he did it but obviously this is gonna be when the video pop but up. it's it's very close to MLK day regardless yeah so my thing is just obviously I don't be doing the, I don't be doing the talking shit about the commander in chief you know I don't do none of that shit it's like obviously I'm in the military I work for whoever in that office but that's some wild shit to say bro I don't so now with that being said sleepy Joe <laughs> okay. Your ass got a problem. Like, this is crazy. That's crazy. That's insane. That's ridiculous that you can even make that type of comparison. I just want somebody to show me, and maybe I'm just ignorant, right? Which is a possibility. Show me the facts that Mr. Floyd's death changed more actual laws and action than the death of Dr. King. And holiday, and the fact that they changed your life because you off today, okay? Yeah. Like, so, <laughs> no. like, and you get probably paid for it. So let's, yeah. let's it's start like, there. It's like, yo, that is just some wild stuff. It's like, George, uh, like, uh, I mean, Dr. King is literally the poster boy for. He's the poster boy for like whenever black people get upset about some shit. We're like, we should tear some shit up. They're like, Dr. King wouldn't want that. Like nonviolence. Like mm-hmm. this dude had like, and he had his downfalls just like everybody else, right? Dr. King. One wild thing, Dr. King wouldn't make it in today's in today's world. No, he wouldn't make it in today's world. I mean, I believe everybody was for their time. It's yeah. sad. What I'm saying is because you because you know Dr. King with TMZ out there. No, oh, yeah. he was out there cracking <laughs> cheeks while Coretta at home. They would have got Dr. King the hell up out of here. So if y'all don't know about that, y'all got to go back to another podcast that we did about Dr. Martin Luther King. Yeah, Dr. Martin yeah. Luther King was cracking cheeks out it's there like, on the civil rights movement. 
But you know, of course, everybody just portray him to be the preacher, the this and the that. But anyway, yeah, he's, because he's just, just a man. Just yeah, a he's man. just a man. Every man got every man got their faults <laughs> or whatever, right? And it goes back to what I said. Like we live in a time in society now where we wouldn't let Malcolm Little become Malcolm X. Mm-hmm. It was like, nope, you're a womanizer. You went to jail. You did this and that. Cancel him. And it's just so easy. Like with that cancel idea, it's like it's so easy to just cancel somebody and everything great they did because you ain't never did shit, mm-hmm. right? Like when you ain't never did shit, it's easy to cancel people. Just like when people would say something like, they're like, oh, well, how you pro black if you in the military? Well, I ran a voters group back home mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And it's like a whole lot of shit that I did and everything for my community and all types of shit. And it's like, I did this. I vote on these subjects. I ha- I, I'm i the president of a black gun owners and education gun club, you know what I'm saying, in Florida. And the whole nine. So I do all of this. And it's like, what you do? Oh, I make some tweets. You know what I'm saying? I make some posts on Instagram and Facebook. I make a whole bunch of, like, crazy shit and everything else like that. It's like, yeah, so you you post some stuff on, on Instagram. You put no work in. But these are people like, well, you should just get out of the military because there's no way you could do something from inside the system. It's like, that's easy for you to say when you're tweeting from your mother basement. Yeah. Like, you on somebody else's Wi-Fi talking about civil rights movements and stuff like that and what black people need on someone else's Wi-Fi, my else's, brother. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, you out here on the, you on, out here on the track phone. Telling me what I need to do for black yeah. people. So it's like, it's crazy how we live in here. <laughs> we had a question in the chat by somebody, Danny. Oh, yeah. All right, so listen. It's re-enlisting that's, that's, the bad That's idea. your own personal. We cannot tell you what to do and how to re if you should re-enlist or not. You have to think about yourself, what it has done for you, for your family, or not, and make that decision. You have to weigh that on your scales. Um, I'm going to tell you right now. If I was a young guy in the military right now, and last I heard, and I might just be misinformed, but they start going away from like the, you know how we get the 20-year retirements? Mm-hmm. Like as soon as I hit 20, I'm gone, appreciate the check, and mm-hmm. fuck me this long, you got to take me to dinner, right? Now they like got to where they're like match 401Ks, it's more of a business and stuff like that. I don't know. I feel like you got to do what's best for you, right? So, and got to understand that you got to get the most out of the military because it's way more than a job. Like when people say like, oh, well, you know, if you get out of it after X amount of time, it's whatever. It's just like if I had to work the job, um, just like if I had to work the job somewhere. Mm-hmm. It's not because it's like at a regular job, I'm not getting deployed. I'm not going to Iraq and Afghanistan when I work at Amazon. I'm not working at, yeah, that's what I was saying, um, no 20-year retirement. They just match a certain amount on TSP, which is a 401K. So it's like. But I'm going underway and being away from my family. I'm going underway. I'm going on deployments. I'm doing field ops. I'm out here doing land navigation and all this other garbage. And I can't justify that. I can't justify that in my mind to be like, oh, okay, cool. I'm going to do that for the maximum. So if you're smart with your money, if you're really smart with your money, you live below your means and you can stomach it. You don't got to like wife, kids and everything like that. I don't see nothing wrong with it. Wait, how much is the percentage of the 401k that they're matching? Because that's a big deal. All right. So you're talking about taking I a say 20, like 10%. 20 year benefit away. That's the reason why most people want to get in because of those benefits that they will have coming out. Well, the rest of the benefits will still mm-hmm. be the same. And people got a real um a real convoluted view of like what we get with benefits. Like mm-hmm. people think you're gonna go to the military, get in there, go to Iraq or something like that, or go to Afghanistan, and then when you do it, uh I'm gonna get to that. But then when you do it, it's like um yeah, you get out, and it's like, sure, you can apply for VA benefits, but you're not getting a bonus. Oh, wow. You're not getting a bonus at all. I mean, not a bonus, but you're not getting a um, retirement check unless you get, like, medically discharged, or you might get a severance check if they press you out for certain right. reasons or something like that where they break your contract. But if you just do, like, 5, 10 years, 15 years, 18, 19 years, and just go home, 
you ain't getting nothing. Like, appreciate you working here. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just like any other. It's like leaving McDonald's at that point, except whatever you get from Veterans Affairs. Yeah. I think that um, just you said that the only match is five percent. Look, my job matches six percent. Okay, so. It's, it's, How many times you got shot at at your job? That's what I'm saying. I, I was just about to say, like, for, it's not worth it for me, okay? I'm not going to tell you what to do for you and what, what it's doing for your family throughout your service. I mean, granted, th- yeah. now there's other things you got to look at, too. Like, there's things you got to look at. Like, there's a, like if you marry, you're going to have spousal preference mm-hmm. for going somewhere. There's going to be certain things that you go out throughout your career where you'll um, get some schools that can help you out, like certain rates or something like that. You get some preference with jobs. Like, there's ups and downs. It depends on what you really want. Like, if you plan on um, getting out, I mean, like, if you plan on getting out or whatever, then you just got to make it right. Like, you got to do what's best for you, right? Either way, you always, it's always going to be the what-ifs, right? Like, you're going to have the what-ifs, right? Some people staying because they're scared. Some people staying because they love it. Some people staying they ain't got shit else to do. Mm. And people get out for all the same reasons. So you got to make that decision for yourself me by the time i stopped having fun in the military i was already over 10 years so by the time i was like i don't think this is fun no more like everybody it's like a lot of these cats are soft it's two ply this and that um a lot of other things but there's also some things that i would never trade for like that i've done in the military and everything so i mean if you got questions like that bro you could just hit me up i mean we could talk about it or something like that but we ain't gonna hold it but yeah we'll talk about it afterwards but yeah man that's a decision bro you know um you know, Pops is here. You know what I mean? Unk is here for all the <laughs> proper information. You know what I'm saying? I, I'll help, help you get on your way. But what else we had on the docket, Miss <laughs> Fox? Yeah, that was, um, oh, okay. So so that was it with the um, with my butterfly. And all the parental views versus the standpoints of past or present now. I believe the bias is probably in that as well. That we haven't really well, touched on. so I put up a great post that um, if you was to go to my Facebook, you'd be able to see because I can't bring it up on a computer. But we have so many tra- <laughs> we have so much trauma from the way that we was raised mm-hmm. that we ain't never dealt with. Like we got raised by parents. Hey, love you too, bro. Be safe. Um, we got a lot of uh, trauma and everything from our parents and everything else who also needed counseling. Like I, I like ain't, I don't know anybody our age. That we could talk to their parents and be like, oh, you're really well-rounded and didn't need any form of counseling or something mm-hmm. like that, right? But it's just weird. The times change. It's just so many variables that go into um, making that decision that it's hard to say. Like, back then, they was whooping ass. Yeah. Now, you can't whoop your kids' ass the way that I got whooped. And then you can, We you got know, community ass whooping. Yes. And then the argument, too, you know, is that even beneficial for the child? That is still inflicting trauma regardless, Yeah. Right? It still is. So it is a negative because any negative experience is a negative experience. You can't take a positive. Yeah, and from it's a hard to come from a standpoint where it's like like it's a lot of things like you could go to where it's like I don't know, like you, you could take precautions. Like for instance, like when I did spank my kids or something like that, I didn't do it while I was upset. Like say yeah. I'm pissed off and I was about to get on the ass, I'm mm-hmm. like, Hey, you know what? I'm gonna go take a walk and cool off. When I'm back, I'm on your ass. Yeah. Right? Like but when you come back and you done cooled off, it's kind of like, now you're just trying to get your point across. It's like, this is a punishment. It's just that. Not a, I'm going to beat your ass so I feel better. Like, a lot of ass whoopings I took as a kid was like, I messed up, so you're going to whoop my ass till you feel better. Like, now you using me as your therapy. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, I'm your release from everything that you're dealing with yeah. and all the shit that you got going on. 
and you just beat my ass because it's a release. Yeah. And now all that do is inflicts violence in me. And then because we got so many people, and that post I made was just saying like, and it was so many cases where it's like, um, people who've dealt with stuff. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Fuck it, Dave. Yo, uh, yo, Dave from my own my gut group. He said I chopped my son right in the throat when he talking sideways. <laughs> and you know what? Some things, some things is called for. But I think like I know it's some ass whoopings that I got, and it's some ass whoopings that I got where it's like I understood. Like the purpose was understood, and like. Like, one time I got ass whooping for somebody, and, like, when they said that, like, you know, this hurts me more than hurt you, I actually believed them. Like, damn, you crying more than me. You know what I'm saying? But for the most part, when people said, like, you know, this hurts me more than hurt you, why? Because your shoulder heating up? You know what I'm saying? The arthritis (laughs) is acting up. You know what I'm saying? It's like the the clicking in your shoulder is hurting you. Because I'm telling you right now, my ass is on fire. So... Uh, so I think um, it's a lot to learn from it, but we got those we got those cases where we've been whooped, and it's like how how well do you feel? And you got your ass whooped. We both got our ass whooped growing up. How well do you feel that that would like did well in your upbringing? So I think that it's to um, instill fear for one. So I think that part of it can work, um, but that's also you know taking back to that slave mentality. You know, so that does work. So as far as far as installation of fear. But I don't think that I think that if my parents would have talked to me about the things that they expected from me or didn't want to see me do, I think that would have been way more effective than beating me or having me hold like these. You know, back then the dictionary was like this damn thick. Yeah. Okay. Having me hold books and and encyclopedias like this with one leg or crossing my ear and my one leg up and. Doing all these kind of crazy but your body torture was looking phenomenal when you got out the house. <laughs> After that last mango season, you was looking real good. Yeah, I was a juicy fruit. You know what I'm saying? Ah, ah, ah. But um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. So I think that um, it would have been way more effective if they would have just talked to me. So now I have the same thing. You know, you pass that type of trauma down to your kids, and I used to beat my kids. You know, and to the point where they're like, you need to stop beating them. How you going to, you That's telling me to stop beating my Yo. kids and you used to tear my ass off? On God, my grandmother I, and my grandma, anybody who know me know about mm-hmm. OG. Like, they mm-hmm. know about my grandmother. And I'm going to tell you something about Sadie, a.k.a. Mm-hmm. Christina Jackson. Mm-hmm. She was on my ass. And when I mean she cussed like a sailor, I mean she used to cuss like a sailor. When I'm talking about shoot. Dumb mother, bop, beep, beep. I'm talking about like if there, was, if there was the boop sound on her cussing, that should just, just be all the color bars. And it sounded like somebody died at the hospital. <laughs> <laughs> that should just flatline. <laughs> like that's what it sounded like when she come in. Let your ass have it, right? I remember, I remember, I came home, I came home, and she wanted to get on my ass, and she went to go swing. I hit ass with the Matrix because I didn't already start boxing with my godfather, right? So she went for the swing. I'm who? She came for the backup. Who? Bob, weave. She up here like. Get your ass later. <laughs> this and that. Da, 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 da. She had to think about it. Like, okay. Okay. Got a little swift. Hey, she caught my ass fresh out the tub with that soft skin. <laughs> you know, that soft skin and went ahead and split me. Split me with a sheet coming out, too. I'm coming out there and the towel going in there. Going oh, to the no, room no, to go no, dry off. Hey, hey, snatch that towel. No, she had, she had like a sheet of something wrapped up and hit me with the towel like you do in the locker room. Oh, Boy, I almost lost a limb. Bow. Like I was talking about, like, I'd be in handicap parking right now. Fuck around with Nana. That's why he's so sensitive about that booty. Hmm? <laughs> yeah, let me tell you something. 
Hey, say it. Say it so something happened to me. No. They don't know it's you. <laughs> no, nah, I would never let anything happen to you <laughs> in, in 1080p. Like, mm. No, but like grandma, um, <laughs> grandma, so grandma now, like, she's sitting there and it's me and my first cousin, right? My first cousin, Medina, she's like my big sister. And we sitting there with the kids over there and grandma. So, and we said something like, man, what the, like, what the fuck is you doing or something like that to the kids or something like that? She, oh, don't be talking to the kids like that. This and that. It's like, you used to cuss us out so bad. Yeah. Like, I'm telling you, you talk to Medina, it's like, we used to get laid. Like, my mama got rest her soul. We knew all the curse words on how to use them before we hit puberty. <laughs> like, I'm talking about well, our, our profanity game was proper. Like, we'll come to school and we'll come to school, somebody say something, it's like, it's so funny because you know when adults start cursing it, they make they cuss and say things that don't even go with the cuss No, no, she was legit. Goddamn ass pink slip. What the What the mother damn you doing? I know. Man, they don't even sound right. What are you doing? That's how mad you get them though. Nana was on point though. And then Nana so Nana said something and she was up to like, man, they get on my damn nerves. And then she was like, excuse my French. Mm-hmm. No, she's in English and living color. No, she said, "Excuse my French." And me and Medina sitting there looking like, "Excuse my French." Is this the same woman that told me I'm the dumb some bitch that ever wore God's green nurse? Oh my like, God. you know what I'm saying? Like, is that is that my Nana? You know what I mean? You looking like, is this my king? Like, is this my Nana? Mm-hmm. Sitting here talking about some, yeah, you don't talk to the kids like that. You don't do this and that. But it's crazy because they kind of learn where their mistakes at, but right. it's too late. Yeah. you know what I'm saying? And it's kind of like. You sit there and you be like, well, you used to do this to me. But they'd be even dumber if they learned from their mistakes and still decided to do the same dumb that's, shit, right? That's like, the nature so, of parenting, though. Parenting yeah. is a, it's a school. It's a trial. You learn from your kids. Your kids learn from you. Like, there is no cookie-cutter way to parent a child. And, every kid and you can different. do everything. Buy your books that you read. You can do everything perfect. That child is its own soul. They come here on their own journey to learn whatever it is they need to learn their way. Come with their own bullshit. So you can say and do whatever you want, however you think it's supposed to be prim and proper. Them kids still going to do what they need to do in order to have their own soul growth. That's it. Yeah. And That's I, just the bottom line. And I think a parent in the way I look at leadership, right? Like, So like when I came up in the military, like for an example, when I came up in the military, just shut up and do your job. You don't need to know why. Hey, do do, do uh, X, Y, and Z. Cool, do it. If you didn't do it, you ain't going home. The end, right? Like, this and that. You don't do this, you ain't going home, or you're going to die. Mm-hmm. Like, that, those those are two options. <laughs> you want to die? You want to stay here all night? <clears throat> no, I don't want to do that. Then do it. Okay, yeah, you got it, right? Don't even know why the hell I'm doing X, Y, and Z. But, but now we're in a different generation where, like, these kids need the why. Mm-hmm. And, like, for all the different reasons that we do it. So it's like we have to adjust our parenting to not be like our parents <clears throat> were. Even though they didn't do it, like we have to believe in mental health issues, we have to believe yeah. in therapy, we have to believe in all those things. Also, we don't have to completely buy in on all the new shit that everybody's selling either. So it's just about like as a parent, it's like you, we have to find that that balance and everything else like that that we had. And um, let me run some couple things out the chat. Mm-hmm. So yeah, uh, I think that um, before you before you do that, yo. the thing that this that pisses me off is for someone who doesn't have kids to tell you. What is a bad parent? Yeah. Like, you ever raised one of these? Yo, me and Bunny, me and Bunny was talking so about this. So you can't tell shit. me what is bad yeah. parenting based on what you think a parent should yeah, be. Yeah, it's up like that's like when people like, talk about <laughs> that kills me when, when people, people say talk that. about like it's like people talking about combat. Like if I was over there, I'd do this, that, and the third. You ever been shot at? <laughs> right. You ever been shot at? Tell me what you're gonna do when you get shot at, right? But um, 
But it's also that, like, it's like when we, we was talking about the joke, um, we'd be up to like, man, fuck them kids. And yeah. most parents, if you say that, she'd be like, man, fuck them kids. Parents was like, yeah, fuck them kids. Like yeah. I say, in the words of the great Michael Jordan mm-hmm. and Kirk Franklin, mm-hmm. fuck them kids. Parents get it. You know my movie, Wanderlust, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is my movie, guys. Jennifer Aniston and I forgot the other guy's name. Oh. Anyway, Wanderlust, I would tell you. <laughs> They like yo. They everything that you feel as a parent, they say that. Yeah, <laughs> because it's it. like as a parent, when we say "fuck them kids," it, we know That's we don't mean. Bitches. You know what I mean? They, we yeah, we, we don't be looking like at that. kids like "fuck them kids." We it's don't like, say it. <laughs> yeah, most of us don't. But you know what I mean? <laughs> you know what I mean? We, we, we'll do that. But it's like <laughs> as parents, we understand that, and it's kind of like it's kind of like being part of any group, mm-hmm. right? Like any group where you going through a traumatic experience. And raising kids is a fucking traumatic experience. So it's yeah. like it's like going to a, a, a AA meeting and somebody who never drank before, like, why don't you just stop drinking? If you don't shut your ass shut up. up. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like you ain't never been part it of nothing takes, like this. Act like a lot inside of me to when you like, sit there and you be give calm and just say what you're gonna say calmly. Yeah, and it's like you give everything in your heart. Idea. And so you take money <laughs> out of your pocket, time out of your day, give up your whole life. To try to benefit this child, and mm. then they got the nerve to be ungrateful, ungrateful. bitch, complain, whine about oh. something. You up here like, I fucked up. I should just kill you right now. <laughs> like you start thinking Can about I this. Send you back. It's up here like. Let me get a refund. Hey, hey how far? How long? How, I remember asking. I remember calling my. I remember calling my old girl. Asking like, Hey yo, how long is it before you? I mean, I called. Uh, actually, it was Medina. I called him like, How long? Can, <laughs> what's the longest you can go before you get an abortion? She like. Five, she, she was like, uh, it was whatever months, right? So say it's like four months, five months. I'm like, after which birthday? She like, what? She like, what the fuck you talking about? I'm up, I just want to, I just want to, like, before puberty, can you just get, like, a late one, you know what I'm saying? Could you, like, drop them off at a shelter, you know what I mean? Yeah. Treat them like that puppy that keeps shitting on the lawn Put or something like that. them on a like NASA that. space program? Yeah, you know what I mean? Get them out of here. You know what I mean? But, yeah, it's just one of them things that just people yes. got to – people just got to understand. It's like when you got kids, it's like There's that's a traumatic no experience. There's no book for And there ain't no book. and ain't no way you're going to get it right. So, I mean, people got to parent the way they want to parent. The thing I don't want to hear people saying is telling other people how to parent. Now, yeah. granted, we all know – we should all know what a high level of abuse is. Right. Right? Like if somebody yeah. out there shooting a fade with their eight-year-old <laughs> – That's a problem. <laughs> that's a problem. <laughs> right? Like if you're out there shooting a fade with your eight-year-old – unless it's me. If you see me shooting a fade with my eight-year-old, help me. Because I'm probably about to get my ass dropped because my eight-year-old big as hell. But, like, you know what I mean? It's some things that we, like, universally we're going to be on board with. But people got different things. Like, you got people that say, oh, you shouldn't be vegan. You mistreating the kids. Or you shouldn't be doing this and that. Yeah, everybody you can't talk to kids. opinion. Everybody say that. But guess like, what? You can what? have your opinion. I believe you have your opinion. Cool. If you're a parent, have your opinion. Those you who have don't p- have kids, don't say shit to and me don't about become, my God, and don't, become the me, don't become the me with no shenanigans. You shouldn't do that to your kid. Didn't your, didn't your kid just shoot up a, a, a school? Don't tell me about what my kid doing. My kid was out here looking at, so I checked his his, his uh, browser history and was not pleased. Not pleased. You know what I'm saying? You just got a call from the police department telling okay. you to come down here and get your kid. Like, I don't want to hear none of that shit, bro. So um, let's rock through these comments right quick mm, and yeah. uh, get out of here. I would appreciate uh, you guys in the chat, too. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So we got, um, go back up here to... Oh, so uh, Wick, a.k.a. OG Birdseed. Birdseed. You know what I'm saying? He said, all I do is enhance cell phone restrictions. That works. Yeah, I do. Yeah, yeah we do that um, to our kids, too. That, oh, especially our daughter here. Like, yeah. Take a yeah. cell phone, you're taking a life, and she's the best person without it. The greatest like, person ever. As soon as you get that cell phone back, that shit is like, like giving Spider-Man the symbiote. It's like making Venom. You give him the symbiote, and it's like, ah, I want to eat people. I'd be regretful. I'd be like, 
Give it, like <laughs> begrudgingly. Begrudging here, man. it'll be back in two weeks. You know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Dave said, um, as an adult, I understood why I got him. Oh, uh, talking about ass whoopings. Mm-hmm. But back when I, but back then, I was packing my favorite toy and I was out. <laughs> <laughs> he was ready. To yeah. Go. So I had, had a little blanket on his shoulder. Let go. Yeah. So my, so my mom's man, I called her bluff one day, right? <laughs> and I told her she bought my ass. Whole bunch of stuff happened. I'm like, you know what? I'm running away. So I go ahead and I pack my little stuff and I'm gonna play. Man, I'm getting the hell out of here. I'm running away. Mm. This and that. Da 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 da. She gave me twenty dollars and dropped my ass off at the Greyhound bus station. Go. <laughs> Let me tell you something that I did not pay good attention on how to get to the Greyhound bus station. Because <laughs> you didn't know how to get. Back I home. did not know how to get back home. And let me tell you something. She's banking on that. She's banking on you not paying attention. Yeah. Yeah, she's trying to get rid of my ass. But little for her to know, I did know how to make a collect call. And I called my grandma. <laughs> and Nana came and got me. And Nana and, and Pop cussed her ass out. My grandparents gave her the business. Going to leave me at the Greyhound bus. I scared as hell because she left and she ain't. It got dark. Like, I went and, you know, as a kid, when it's light out and then it get dark, that felt like I was out. I, I was out there for four playing, days. No, nah, I was I was, out, no, I was at the Greyhound bus station. I wasn't playing. I didn't know what the hell to do with <laughs> the Greyhound bus station. So, so nobody said anything about... You being there by About yourself? the kid with the book bag at the Greyhound bus station? <laughs> right. Nobody say nothing. How old were you? I I was, I know I wasn't in second grade because in second grade I was in North, we was in North Carolina, so I wasn't in second grade. So, oh my God, you still a baby. Like, what? Bruh. So nobody said nothing about this baby had the Greyhound with a bus. Looking like a bobblehead. I'm out there looking like a lollipop <laughs> with a book bag on my shoulders. I'm out there. Yeah. I just bright or whatever. I ain't know what the hell to do. <laughs> Gave me twenty dollars too, boy. That t- and that twenty dollars, even and we talk and we talking what the, we talking about late eighties, early nineties. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like late. Nah, ain't last too long either. That twenty dollars, I was getting. I had to get changed and then go to the snack machine. I was living out the snack machine. So man, can't get like times rough. Your boy did not know how to manage money in first so grade. Now, <laughs> now for you being that age, I know it seems like all this time it probably was like. 20 minutes, guys. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. It was probably, it, it was, it, <laughs> but I'm just saying, you know, that's what I'm saying about, like, the sun was up and then the sun was down. So, you know, to me, I was there for four days. Yeah. Like, I was there for four days. I ain't eat. I was I was in Auschwitz. Like, <laughs> like shit was rough for you, boy. Like, I was out there suffering. My whole life flew before my, flashed before my eyes like 12 times because it wasn't that long. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> it wasn't a whole lot to play. Bobby brought you there right before twilight. So, I yeah. got 15 minutes and then it got dark. Mm-hmm. That's what really happened. And then, okay, and then this is the worst thing. Nana came to get me. I stayed over there at Nana's house. Went home, raw ass whooping. I'm talking about raw ass whooping. When I mean <laughs> like one of them ass whoopings that it's like, I, I still I still taste the pennies in my <laughs> mouth, that blood flow, like raw ass whooping. All right, so uh, uh, Hicks said, um, what did he say? Spanker has this place to prevent a child from doing something that could hurt themselves. If they stick in a knife in a light socket or something, but outside of that, it's better to learn why the kid is acting up and fix the issue. Cursing at them does nothing but teach them bad words. So I, I think I'm going to speak on that yeah, part when you were talking about teaching for doing something that will harm them. <clears throat> I disagree with that. I disagree with that because you can tell them and give them the reasons why it will harm them, right? You can do whatever. You can still spank them. There are people in this world, children, who still have their own journey to take. So they will still stick their hands inside that socket. Yeah, They will still stick some foreign object inside that socket because they have to feel it. Yeah, They have to feel it. They have to go through the experiences in order for them to learn. That's a part of their soul growth. 
So that's what they're going to do. So I don't agree with what you said about, oh, it teaches them, you know, do away from things that harm them. I think that you t- you can tell them, you can show them somebody else who has a YouTube video, because I'm sure it's out there, of sticking something in the socket again yeah. and electrocuted. And then they'll see that, okay, you make that, you make that um, connection on your own, but then they're still going to go ahead and do what they need to do for their own experience. Yeah, I mean, and it's just everything worked different. I think of kids a lot like dogs. You know, I always say that to defend people. And I'm like, raising, I'm like, training and raising kids is like training dogs. Like, you can get two dogs from the same litter and they're completely different. In fact, we have two puppies here <coughs> in the living room right now. Yeah, we, we got Coco is what, maybe 11 months? 10, 11 months or something 11 like that. 11 months? I mean, weeks. Y'all go 11 weeks old. 11 we weeks, got her whatever. December That's the one y'all seen on the previous podcast, a little chocolate yeah. pit bull. And whatever, little brown one with the red nose. And then we got, uh, well, I think we sticking with Rocky. Yeah. I was calling him Joseph Stalin. Should we be calling, what you call him? What I you call be him? calling him Sir Charles, Michael, Sir Charles, Boy Phillip, George. Bartholomew. Anytime we see him, he's a different name. Yeah, Orgenthal, <laughs> Orenthal or whatever. We would call him whatever. OJ, the juice man. Call him whatever the hell coming to the mind, right? But, um. It, 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 every one of them different, right? You can te- you can give two kids the exact same thing. You can get two kids the exact same thing. And then one kid is still going to be going to have all these issues and everything else or whatever right so um i mean it, it's nothing that you could do about it right like kids are just going to be different right they're just and they're just like dogs right yeah. except for at least dogs you could leave in a crate and go out for like four hours or something like that and leave their ass there <laughs> or something like that and you feed them and you do treat them halfway decent and they'll be grateful and they'll love you these ungrateful ass kids you could walk through hell barefoot for them and all you're gonna have is an ulcer and burnt feet ulcer and burnt yeah, um, what do you say that? Oh, okay. So basically, <laughs> so um, yeah. So we we got kids running through the house right now, being just as loud as possible, <laughs> slamming them doggy doors and everything else. But uh, so yeah. that's my so uh, yeah. Dave said that's my motto. Got it on the shirt and all. Fuck them kids. Yes, I agree. I would like one of those in a double XL. Thank you, sir. Uh, let me know what your PayPal is. Oh, uh, Mario came back through. I agree with Fox, though. I agree with Fox, though. You can do everything right as a parent, and they mm-hmm. still act the fool. Facts. The kids are assholes. They're their own individuals. All we can do yeah. is teach them right and wrong. I hope they make the right decisions. Yep, the, whole the, lot of hope. The same way that we had to when we were younger. Yeah. So we didn't, that's because our parents told us not to do something, and we knew the reasons why we shouldn't do it. We still went ahead and did it. We had to have our own experiences. Yeah. That's what we come to this life to do, have experiences. And so I, that way we can grow in advance and um. And I give you an example. I got two bottles out of all the seven that we have together. My dear beloved child, please don't slam that doggy door. Um, so what we have is like we'll have a lot of times where so we'll have a lot of times where we have uh kids do different things, right? So for instance, I have an older child, and that that was just an example right there why Dave, I need one of them shirts. Right there. <laughs> Fucking kids. But um so like so my oldest my oldest biological child's eighteen. My youngest is eight. My eighteen year old, when he was young, I used to tell him, No, no, don't touch the stove. Pop his little hand, stay away from the stove, this and that, this, that, and the third. You know what happened in the end? He touched the stove, burnt his hand. I was like, Oh no, why'd you touch the stove? I told you not to touch the stove, this and that, da 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 da. Cool. My eight year old told him don't touch the stove. Pointed at the stove, brought him close to the stove. This hot was gonna hurt real bad. Do you understand? He like uh-huh. Yeah, this and that. He touched the stove. Either way, I yeah. did it. <laughs> Both of these clowns touched the stove and they had to learn the lesson. So, you know, yeah, what, at the end of the day, if it's not life threatening, 
or it's not like something that's detrimental, you got to let them go to their own journey. Like if they out here, like they want to go ahead and like join the prostitution ring, start selling drugs to join a, a gang or some shit. Sure. Then we got to interfere or something. But yeah. some things you just got to mm-hmm. be like, yo, if I want you to play basketball and you want to play, be on the chess team. All right, cool. You still got to yeah. do some type of workout. You got to let them go their journey. Even with that, like, you know, they still going to take their journey. If that's what they, journey, if that's what they want to do, then you can intervene all you want to. They still, yeah. they, these, we are determined individuals. When we want something, we want it and we're going to try. We're going to experience it. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter what you say. And if we fuck it so, up, yeah, it was something up. else that made it fuck it up. We're going to do we it again to, to make sure. We just have to guide them. Right. We're going to do it again the best way. Got to do <laughs> so, it twice to make sure you right. don't like it. So you just have to, as parents, you just have to guide them the best way you can. Mm-hmm. Let, let let them know that you're open enough to come. They can come to you to ask questions, to walk them through the thought process, play it out for them, the scenarios. Like, that's the only thing that we can do with our kids because that's the things that our parents should have done or was doing for us as well. Well, probably did. So we'll see. Um, <laughs> or didn't. Or didn't. But now we know, right? Because a lot of times it's just like mm-hmm. leadership. I learned way more from shitty leaders than I learned from great leaders because I had way more shitty leaders. And I learned, if nothing, what tools not to keep in the toolbox. Mm-hmm. So uh, Wick said, I love giving them the why to my subordinates and kids. When people understand their responsibility, then they know what my vision is. They can get with it and calm down. Yeah, it helps. You give them the why. Sometimes they go with it. But still, sometimes we're talking about kids. Subordinates use it a little easier where it's like you give people the vision. It's better for a task completion because it's like if you can't complete that task 100% because mm-hmm. you're missing something and you don't got something, you understand what my vision is. So you're like, oh, well, I could do this, that, and the third. And that'll still meet the intent of what he wanted or something like that, right? Uh-huh. So then we got um, Dave, what do he say? Me and my brother joke. They don't got an age limit. And when you can drop the kid off at the fire station. Oh, kid, you can drop the kid off at the fire station. Oh, he's saying they ain't got no age limit when As you drop the kid off place? at the fire station. <clears throat> Shit, let me tell you something. I packed this damn car up right now. I got a, <laughs> I got a, I got a three-quarter it's tank of gas. Place. They said they said he's gonna make it happen with me for the shirt. That's what I'm talking about. My uh, boy, Skittles in a hand, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Got to see it through. So why are we talking about a wild story? I don't know. Did I tell you about um with Titan? Well uh when Titan texted me about his mom? Hands on my ties. <laughs> so when um so my youngest so my youngest biological child, so the eight year old. Uh, the eight year old, uh, everybody know him as King Titan, right? He is uh if you know me personally, he's the mm-hmm. younger one that looks just like me, fat face, full of life, crazy dude, right? So he texts me, he like, Hey, mom's being bad. And he's up for like, Oh, mom's being bad? We got a puppy going crazy upstairs. <laughs> but um, it's like mom's being bad. I'm like, Yeah, all right, whatever. Mm-hmm. Then I text him back, I'm like, What mom doing? He texts me back the next day. It's already yesterday. It doesn't matter. <laughs> so I'm like, All right, dude, yeah. whatever. Yeah. So then he texts me again. Dad, mom's being bad again. Mm-hmm. So I call his mother for something. My ex-wife, I call her. I'm like, um, I forgot what I was talking to her about. And I'm like, hey, you know, um, and you know, you know how when kids are, whenever they do something, you say they the other parents' kids. When it's up, like when a kid good, like when he do phenomenal stuff, that's my son. When he jacks something up, that's her <laughs> son, and vice versa. Like when he when he do all great at the school, and they talk about he's so brilliant, then it's her son. Mm. But then when he mess around and do some wild shit, it's like you know what your son did today, right? So I, I'm up like yo, you know you um you know Titan called me and tell me what happened. So I'm up, so I asked him first. I asked Titan, I'm like yo, what happened? What, what what you mean, mom being bad? He like so I was minding my business, jumping on the bed again, and then she got mad and <laughs> yelled at me and popped me. I'm like. So you was minding your business, mm. jumping on the bed again, <laughs> and then she yelled at you and popped you. So I'm thinking he jumped, he on his bed. This and I'm like, well, baby, you ain't supposed to be jumping on the bed. So then I talked to her the next day, and she up like, oh, 
And I'm like, I don't know why she he be calling you like you my daddy or something. This and that. And then I'm going to put like, I'm going to play. yeah, he said he was jumping on the bed. First of all, he was jumping on my bed while I was asleep in the bed, jumping on me, this and that. <laughs> and I'm up to like, Titan, you left some of the story out. You know what Titan going to say? Yeah. Well, first of all, when I told Titan that he ain't supposed to be jumping on the bed, well, I, I told him that I text him back. First thing he said, he texted me back semantics. <laughs> so, I t- so I told him, I'm up to like, hey, uh, I'm up to like, hey, what did your mom do? Oh, yeah, I got to excuse the puppy going crazy in the background. But I'm like, what's your mom? I'm up like, yeah, I texted you back yesterday. He's like, it was already yesterday. He's like, I texted you back 15 minutes afterwards. He's like, semantics. I'm like, this dude texts me back semantics. semantics. So then I talked to his mom. We talked to his mom and everything. And I'm like, hey, she told me what happened. And then we're going back and forth. We're doing this, that, and third. And it's uh, and it's just wild because I, I muted your mic. Um, yeah, so I'm sitting there talking. To, so I'm sitting there talking to his mom. And then she tell me, like, yeah, he jumped on the bed. He did this and that. I'm like, Titan, you, you ain't even tell me you was jumping on her bed. He's like. Oh well, Dad. You know, sometimes in times of of stress, details are left out, right? Though, so uh, I'm I'm sorry. So I'm like, yo, this come from a yo, right? Like, how wild is that? Then she come to tell me that they was fussing about something. They was going back and forth. They was fussing about something. And then um, Titan says to his mom, she was up to like, oh, he was like, I'm gonna I'm gonna call and tell Dad. And she was like, what you gonna tell your dad for? He ain't my daddy. My daddy dead. He was up to like, good for you. That's what you get. That's what that's what Ty said this morning. Good for you. That's what you get. And I'm like, this dude cold blooded. Like he don't know no better. You know my young, you know Ty. He got autism or something like that. So he kind of don't get how deep he cutting or something like that. But he gonna go ahead and let you know he does not approve. He is not happy about your shenanigans or whatever, right? So I don't know. That was that was wild, a wild story for me with uh with Titan just on the shenanigans, and we just. And we just dealing with as uh we dealing with as much as we can right now because we got children we got you know what I mean uh puppies running around attacking peeing in rooms kids going crazy uh we got a lot going on <laughs> that deserved the chop in the throat with that comeback yeah you right Dave she should have chopped him in the throat I would because I, I I fight him like I said I fight my eight year old um yeah so what's up Fox you what you doing over there? oh you got to get your <laughs> trying to duck from the camera. <laughs> Trying to definitely came in and get to that news. <laughs> All right, baby, you ready for the uh, gun in your head? <laughs> yeah. Did we have anything else that we need to close it up? We ran this one pretty long. Uh, this one's pretty long, but it's because you guys are all interacting, and so we love you guys and we appreciate you guys. So yeah, let's see what we got here. Um, and like I said, you gotta yes. forgive us because we do let's shoot our it. podcast from home, so Bye. we still got kids and dogs and everything else and fox wanted a boy puppy so now we got two puppies once I the puppies start looking good i told good, y'all about my midlife crisis okay two I damn just puppies. 37 and two damn puppies two puppies within a week apart from each other no nah, it was two the, week difference but it was yeah. a two weeks coco we had coco we for two him? weeks before we got rocky before we got rocky okay yeah so rocky is new he's been with us about maybe a maybe a week now yeah because today monday yeah, it's about a week yeah because yeah, we got him on like that oh yeah month. we got him on sunday yeah so yeah, so it's about a week yeah so a week and a day he's been with us completely different dogs yeah but um yeah hit it oh yeah it takes i mean time. i gotta reach all the way over here when you right there by the board Oh. Gun to your head, Fox. Gun to your head. Gun to your head. Would you rather get $1 million right now or $100 every day forever? I 
I usually would say I'm like I I want to say that like oh I'm so business savvy. If you gave me a million, I'd do this and that. Give me that hundred dollars a day. Hundred dollars a day. Give me that hundred dollars yeah. a day. Cause think about it. At the end of the day, it's a good it's a good grip of money. You know what I'm saying? Hundred dollars a day. It's like I'm I'm doing all right. Forever. Yeah, you know I'm. I'm it's like forever. forever. Yeah, I, I mean I'm doing all right. Hundred dollars a day on top of everything I'm doing, and it's like let me retire from the military and go ahead and get a and go ahead and give me a hundred dollars a day. It's like I am doing phenomenal out here. Like there's nothing. There's probably nothing that that'll take care of most of the problems. Like million dollars would be like instant influx of money. I could do some stuff with, invest, and do everything else. But a hundred dollars a day, mm-hmm. that lets me know they're like, hey, shit getting paid. You know what I'm saying? Hundred dollars a day. Yeah. I know um shit getting paid. You know what I mean? Three grand uh-huh. a month. I, I'm doing all right. So for me, I would take the mill. A milli, a milli, a milli, a milli. So what you gonna do with the meal? Because whatever I want to do with the meal, and I'm gonna take the meal because um, it's like a hundred dollars a day. You know, you times that by three sixty five. Let's say twenty years times by twenty years. It's only seven hundred thirty thousand dollars. I'm gonna take that million and do whatever I need to do. I don't know why I was thinking a thousand dollars a day. <laughs> when you just said it, I'm gonna put like, oh, that shit is. I'm gonna take a cool meal. Yeah. And I'm going to do whatever I want to do. No, nah, you're probably right. I, I probably <laughs> would do. You, you didn't roll me on it. I don't know why I was thinking a thousand. You know what I was thinking of? I was thinking of that um, one of them games was like a thousand dollars a day or a week for life or something yeah, like that. I was thinking was, about one of them lotto, lotto <laughs> tickets, and that's what's in my head instead of the actual Publishers numbers. Publishers Clearinghouse. Y'all, y'all mamas and grandmamas and aunties been playing <laughs> Publishers Clearinghouse. Has any one of them ever won that money that nah, we see on TV? They, no, nah, they still out there. <laughs> And I need to know about this because I I entered into public <laughs> clearinghouse a long time ago and I ain't win a damn thing. Not a goddamn thing. <laughs> um, what's that? Uh, what's it called? Mandela effect. What was it about? I told you about publishing clearinghouse. Oh uh, no, I don't remember. <laughs> um, I think you think about the Monopoly Man or something. No, 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 no. <laughs> publishing clearinghouse Mandela effect. <coughs> uh, Ed McMahon was never the dude on publishing clearinghouse. You remember how you remember it being Ed McMahon? Remember here, Ed McMahon would come and bring the big novelty checks to people's house when they won. I think Ed McMahon. Ed McMahon was the star. The star. Um, what was the talent show case called? Star something. Star Search. Well, I guess you probably the only was person who the hell he was. Star Search. Yeah, I guess you was the only person because <laughs> everybody else thought Ed McMahon was on um. Publishing Clearinghouse? Yeah, he never worked for Publishing Clearinghouse. I don't know. Did he know. do a, a, a video Nothing. or something? Nothing. Uh, Absolutely. Nothing. They never even hired a person to be their spokesperson, and it was the Prize Patrol, not McMahon, that showed up on the doorsteps with the yeah, giant check. Yeah, the Prize Patrol. Well, I guess you're I the only person who remembered it. We ain't even know the difference between Buffalo and Bison. You ain't about to say anything disrespect Hold me. Hold up. You ain't about <laughs> to say <laughs> <and disrespect laughs> me now, nah, man. Hey, yo, I'm on some. I'm on you some. You mad because you ain't getting me? I'm on some nim shit. Some, yo, some, don't ever disrespect. <laughs> yeah, don't don't even disrespect. Hold on, you about to disrespect me? And you didn't know that cash rules everything around me was the reason the song was named Cream? And you about to sit here and look at me crazy and sideways? <laughs> the audacity! <laughs> we ending this here, okay? <laughs> Let me chop you off, okay? So, guys, thank you for sitting with us on the corner. We appreciate all of your interactions here, your support, the topics that you guys send in to us. Keep them coming. Ask Uncle Legend at gmail.com. So we can get those suggestions, any videos y'all want to send us to react to, anything that you guys have in your mind as far as a segment. So hit us up. We appreciate your support as always. Peace. Peace.